Welcome to episode four of the Bluegrass Race Hub. Without further ado, let's get straight into the action. And here's your host, Alex Healy. Let's get it. All right, gang, we are back for episode four of the Bluegrass Race Hub. I am your hostess with the mostest, Alex Healy. I drive the number 97 Silverado in the Bluegrass Truck Series, and I handle social media duties here. Um, this week, we are missing Bryce, but I do have the Bluegrass HMF IC with me, Jason Collins. Hey, what's up, guys? It's me, Jason. I'm here today with your awesome host, Alex Healy. Unfortunately, like you said, Bryce is not going to be able to make it tonight with us, but I'm also uh, the number three driver, fearless leader, and the head mother in charge, as Alex said. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's get into it. We'll start off with some NASCAR stuff this week. Um, real life NASCAR, I should say. We've had a just a metric ton of news. Um, start with something kind of small that didn't really see coming, didn't know he was up for it or anything. But Joey Logano signs an extension with Penske. That's uh, follows, I guess, last week. Uh, Blaney got his extension as well, so it seems like. Penske is is happy with what they got, and this is the the team they're going to ride with into the future. And I mean, those two guys are both solid. They're going to be contenders year in and year out. And I I'd like to think both of them probably have you know at the very least ten more years of of being you know top tier guys. So that looks like a good move to me. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I was talking with Adam Lancaster last night. Actually, we were doing some practice racing, hosted races and stuff like that at Daytona. And he came in and he was saying that apparently um, Gene Haas and Tony Stewart were in the building at the same time the other day. Now we know Adam works for Stewart Haas racing. So it's kind of like a little insider, you know, thing. Adam said that he thought that it had something to do with the Almirola signing because apparently they, the whole Kyle Busch going to SHR is not going to happen. According to Adam, he's just, like I said, he's my source on this. Yep. So Seat, seats are filled now. <laughs> so he said, basically what was keeping them from taking or from coming over was the truck series deal. Ford did not want to puppy uh, pony up the five mil that Kyle wanted for the truck program at SHR. And ultimately, I guess that was Kyle decided, oh, not going to happen. So that's where we're at with that. Kurt being out was rough. Uh, I know that's yep. a big disappointment for you. Yep. Um, it's, it's things. I also, apparently, I lost my life savings to Bryce last week because I was wrong about absolutely every single prediction that I made. Um, I was pretty surprised by that, but uh, apparently he is still not past the concussion test. So he... He did the, uh, I guess the the racing gentleman thing, and they uh, they undid his waiver, which opened up two spots for the race that happened today. So that uh, that made things more interesting, which we'll, we'll get to in a little bit. But yeah, I, I mean, I haven't watched a a cup race without Kurt in it since really I remember to be honest with you. I mean, right. he started full time in '03, I think, mm -hmm. or no. Oh two or oh three, because I know he won championship in oh four. I can't I want to say that was his third season, but he might have been part time his first season. So strange strange to not have him out there and it it uh adds a another twist to this whole Kyle Bush thing. Um lots of rumors swirling, which I like we said, it's it's probably safe to to X uh Stuart Haas out of out of the running for that, but 
the the one that's that's really picking up steam right now is is colleague colleague uh, yep colleague. big time man <laughs> we were talking about this last night someone me and some guys on the stream um uh, we're talking about this um uh, they actually believe that he's going to go to richard children's racing rcr so what do you think about that have you heard anything about that because they were talking I, about it on door bumper clear i guess that apparently he was going to go that rcr's got the money for him they can throw you know the truck program on there etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah so there 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 are a couple pieces to this um one i i think we're really down to well i guess you could say four possibilities because there's a possibility hands up back at gibbs and and that that might be the most likely outcome i hmm. it's hard to say at this point i depending on what happens with kurt um maybe something with 2311 is involved if they're gonna do something with ty maybe ty drives that car next year maybe kyle does that's a that's something that i was suggesting last night 2311 what so we know kurt is going to be out they may possibly want to put somebody in with a leadership role into that car so what if they throw kyle into it i mean if it's just one year deal i mean they sign one year deals all the time right yeah, I mean it's it's totally possible, and I know the uh, the president of TRD, his name eludes me right now, but he had a he had a quote today that was basically the gist of it was we we want to get the sign this guy signed up because we don't want to face off with a pissed off Kyle Busch next year, which makes a lot of sense. I, I can't fault him for that, um, but it a lot of moving pieces. I know Denny said that as long as Kurt wants to race, he can race. So. I guess it's possible he's back next year. Uh, I'm not going to say anything as certain as I said last week because I, th- I felt pretty good about that, and obviously I don't know shit. Um, so it, yet to be seen, but the the colleague rumors, the, it sounds like I, I know that that group, they have a lot of money from Leaf Filter is, is a big deal. I think it's like a billion-dollar company. They've got like 3,800 stores across the country and then there's isn't Dell jr in on that isn't he an investor um Possibly. maybe I don't I, it's there's one i keep getting ads for on facebook all the time well, he was junior. promoting it a lot on their show on yeah. um, which that could just be you know they're paying him to do it but i thought he had some kind of stake in it maybe i could be wrong yeah that's i'm scrolling through facebook right now because normally i see it about seven hundred thousand times a day because I talk about NASCAR stuff and Mark Zuckerberg's listening to me, but there's some filter company that he's a part of. It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if that was it. Um, filter time, yeah. filter time. Filter that's, time. That's, that's the one junior's part of. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yep. He, he's part owner of that. Um, but yeah, so then the, the other part is, is Richard Childress racing. So they don't have an open seat next year, technically. So in order for him to go there, and there's something I could see happening. If Kurt is done, then 2311 buys out Reddick's contract instead of waiting another year, just bring him on next year. And then they got an open seat over there. So I I could see that. Um, from what I know in the earlier days, Richard Childress hated Kyle Busch's guts. I really? don't know. Yeah, there was, I want to say, God, don't quote me on this at all. I'm operating off of like, reddit threads that are in the back of my head but i want to say when kyle was younger that either richard childress himself or someone at rcr 
may have struck Kyle Bush. <laughs> I think <laughs> at, at, hold up. I think you're right. I think Childress and Kyle got into a fist fight. I don't know if it was a fist fight, but I think I think uh, there was some kind of altercation kind of thing. There was something when he was it, back was when he was at Hendrick. Bush? Was it Bush that he got into it with? I know I, there was some, him and somebody got into yeah. it because they were talking about it and they were like, you don't want to mess with Richard Children. Like if if you he was wearing a cowboy hat when it happened. Like I remember a video from it. That I sounds mean, like it. <laughs> I could probably find it and put it up on screen for everyone to look at if uh we need to do that. But I, I'm pretty sure that's what yeah. it, it was something with Yep. So like I said, lot, lots of moving pieces here and it, it's it's kinda hard to, to armchair quarterback it just because there are so many possibilities right now but i i think that colleague is they're supposed to make an announcement about next year's lineup but like in the next week or so if they do i'm guessing that probably doesn't include kyle i feel like it would be like it would be a bigger deal and it, it wouldn't be a, a scheduled thing mm-hmm. but then again what do i know apparently nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh so Moving on, other I know uh, you touched on the the Almirola extension. Um, that was <laughs> it's so it's weird to me on on a couple levels. I know that obviously he was contemplating retirement, so not only is he coming back, he has a at least a two year extension, so he's coming back for two years. So it's really weird to hear. You know, he's on the on the cusp of retiring. To I'm coming back for two years, and I know he's. He's locked in real good with the the Smith Smithfield sponsorship, so they're that that's kind of a big deal to them. But it, it not that he's a a good or bad driver. I mean, he's he's a guy that uh, I mean, he shows up and you know he has a few tracks every year where he runs good at. But I don't think anyone's uh, going to consider him a, a title threat or even really a playoff contender, to be honest with you. Right, right, and that makes sense. Uh, yeah, but. You know, at the end of the day, sponsorship that pays the bills, and he's he's got one of the best ones in the business. They're they're locked in with him, so so kudos to him for that. Um, last last thing, I I added this right before we started because I had forgotten about it. But I I believe starting next year, the Craftsman trucks are back. We're we're not we're not Camping World. It's it's just like when I was a kid. We're wow. back. So, so shout out to all the boomers out there that never stopped calling them Craftsman Trucks. You, it came around and you're right again. <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah, I, I, I saw the logo. It, I, I saw the logo. It, it, it brought back a little nostalgia. So we just need, uh, you know, Bushlight to step up and, and take over the Xfinity Series and some rich guy with the last name of Winston to sponsor the Cup Series. And then we can, we can just time travel. <laughs> Phenomenal, actually. I, I would like it very much, but well, I'll take what I can get. Craftsman trucks are back, baby. So let's talk about Keith winning at uh, Watkins Glen the other night, right? Yeah, yeah. That- so, so back to the bluegrass and the truck series. We're at the Glen. We're at a road course. We got guys racing down. We got guys like me that are feeling pretty good about being on a road course. A uh, little controversy with um, uh, jo- Josh Abbey uh, mm-hmm. start start park situation, and at the end of the day, Keith got it done. Man, he got it done. Yep. He's so he's he's been he impressed the hell out of me 
Um, I know on the the win he had last week at Fairgrounds in the interview, he, he kind of called me out on the podcast because I had, I, well, I had pointed out that I granted he is the fastest guy in our series, but I, I pointed out that he can get a little over his head sometimes and, mm, yep. and wipe out a, a good running truck on his own. And he's, he took that to heart and dude, obviously he was practicing his ass off. I saw he was putting up practice sessions at like noon on a Thursday. I'm like, dude, I'm on lunch at work. I can, I'm, I'm in trouble. Come Monday. When I saw that, I knew I was in trouble. <laughs> so I bet you and uh, Bryce are probably regret not letting me have Holder as my pick now, huh? I mean, a little bit, but the, it's kidding, the way I'm it's kidding. it's the it's the way it should have been, <laughs> and it worked Fair out enough. for you. Fair enough, we, it, did. We, it worked out. We, we bullied you into being correct. Yep. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so Keith, uh, has been, uh, really put on a show. I mean, the, get, yeah. the guys obviously, you know, gotten better since the start of the season. We can see that. And he was um, good to start with. We all knew he was fast. Yeah, to start I mean, he, he was good, but so, and, and I'm just going to put something to bed real quick. I want to, I want to put some stuff to bed with about Keith. Uh, some people have claimed that, you know, there's some, might be some, something funny going on there. I go ahead and tell you right now, there ain't nothing funny going on with this guy. This guy just practices nonstop. He practices and practices and practices, and that's what you have to do to get faster. Just like last season, I practiced my ass off every single day for every race coming up. What was the result? I was fast everywhere. I was good everywhere. Ended up winning the championship because of it. So when you practice and you put the time in and you put the work in and you actually have work on your racecraft and you work on, you know, filling out where your vehicle is and getting learning all the corners and everything. Cause obviously it's different being on flat screens. It's not the same. I mean, we, we can say it's as close as it is. It's very, very it's close to one to one. It's still different. You still don't, you know, your depth perception, all that, everything's different. So at the end of the day, it all comes down to repetition, practice, 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 the best guys in the business, no matter what you do, whether it's sim racing, real racing, practice man practice is going to help and it's going to make you better it's going to make you faster and for those guys the haters that want to say that the guy there's something funny about the guy or whatever no that's i I can tell you right now it's not possible you can't go in and change folders of iRacing um there's a anti-cheat there's you cannot go in and do these things like i'm telling you you would have to be you would have to run a code that injects something into the computer for it not to be found by the anti-cheat software. It's just, yep. it's not, the, it's not as simple as let me go over here, click on my desktop. Oh, let me open our racing folder <laughs> and uh, go in here and change a few values. No, it's not how it works. I'm sorry. It's yep. just not I, how it works. That's the first I heard. I've heard of that. I, I know that there have been like some other little controversies and, and whatever about him, but at the I end heard of the it day, last night for the first time. And I was like, really? What? Man, if if someone is gonna come in and do that stuff, I don't think they're they would want to come do that in a five hundred dollar to win series or, he's, or whatever. He's, <laughs> he's good, but he's not that good. He's not cheating yeah. good. He's not like yeah. so good that he can't be beat. We've seen it. We've already seen it multiple times. North yeah. Wilkesboro. It, it, it might look Pecker. like yeah, like it might look like that if like Nichols came down and raced in the truck series. That's probably what it would look like. Yeah, that's exactly what <laughs> it, it would look it, like. It, it would look like he was cheating, but. He's, you know, he's an alien and we're, we're regular guys that, 
most of us got to, you know, work nine to five or whatever. And for those that have any doubts or, or want, you know, any question, uh, Keith has offered to share his telemetry. He's offered to do whatever he needs to do to prove it, that it's not true for one, because yep. I, I already talked to him about it and, you know, he's like, dude, well, I'll share my telemetry files, whatever we need to do. And yeah. there's no way to, you know, there's no way to change that stuff. Like if, if we were to see that stuff, we would know right away. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I don't, I don't have any, uh, doubts that the guy's legit. He's just practicing all the time. I mean, you even said it yourself. He was on a, a Thursday at noon <laughs> yeah. running, running a practice and you know, that's what you have to do to get better here. Um, you can't just hop in and run for a couple hours and expect to be the best. You might still be fast, but you're not going to be the best. Like, let's that's, just you know, face that's it. What, that's what I do, and that's why I'm sitting, whatever, fifth or sixth in points. I'm pretty okay, but... If you're happy with that, then there's nothing wrong with that. Anybody that's, I, that wants to do I'm, it that way is... Yeah, I, I would prefer... I, I would like to be better, but, you know, time and responsibilities for different people, and kudos to him for being able to carve that time out and be able to do it because i i sure wish i could so i could i could give him a run we'll we'll see what happens to daytona that kind of i don't want to say it's the ultimate uh leveling of the playing field but it's an the, equalizer though it's a very <laughs> it's it's called the great equalizer for a reason though you know yeah. i mean it, it ultimately is the the way i describe it like i i ran that race with hsr last night and we weren't doing anything in the house my wife was sitting in here watching me and she's like, oh, you need to practice or anything? It's like, honestly, I, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to pull the arm on this slot machine, and then we're going to see if I win. That That's pretty much how I look at it. Like, I know what to do, and you you can drive around the track or whatever, but it's there, no no practice really prepares you for what happens in a race because it's, it's always so chaotic and so different. Everyone else's skills make such a difference on super speedway racing like yeah you can't control what everyone else is doing so yes there there is skill to it there is a skill absolutely is yeah but you you're it's more of what the heck is this guy next to me gonna do if i try to side draft him is he gonna slap me up into the wall am i you know he gonna spin me there are so many other variables it's just if everyone took time and practice holding a line and keeping a pretty will and all that it would be better racing. It's just like when we go into hosted lobbies, we've seen it, you know, you talking about HSR last night yeah. and you know, it was, uh, for lack of better words, a shit show, you know, yep. and yep. we've seen it and we've had the same thing with bluegrass. We've had shit shows before, but we've also had really, really good racing, yeah. especially like within the, the league. We usually have yeah. really clean racing in the league. Yeah. Like the, the HSR one, like the first 40, maybe 50 laps, it was great. And then, once one guy made one error, it was it was the old adage: just cautions bred cautions. And it's once you start having a bunch of restarts at super speedways, and you're you're coming down to where it's time to get aggressive. That's when that's when shit really gets crazy. So I mean, but that that's why people love watching super speedway racing. That's why if if it weren't for the rain, I'm sure the race this weekend would have been one of the highest race rated races of the season because people just love that stuff. I do, which is um, why I'm sure we'll have. A lot of people watching our race on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday as well. Like, yep, ahead. and I know we're we're gonna have guys racing up and and racing down. I'm I'm gonna run the Cup Series. I'm gonna go up there and try and help uh, my boys uh, Matt and Dave out and 
I know I think Matt's going to race down on Monday. Yep. I think yep. Dave's going to he's going to get there late, but he's going to try and slot in like 20 laps into the race and try to give me some draft help and all that. So it, yeah. it, I imagine we're going to have some pretty full fields, which is what really makes it exciting. That was that was part of what was awesome at Watkins Glen in the truck series. We had what, 30, 31 guys or something, 32, yeah. 31 something like that. Yeah, it's it's a whole different ball game when you're racing thirty plus guys versus you know fifteen to twenty. It's, it is. There's there's a lot less space, and if you if you make an error, you're not losing you know seven spots. You're losing twenty. Yep, big <laughs> difference, big difference. Which is why I encourage everyone to try to do try to run up or down whatever they want to do. You don't have you know you pay the race fee. Um, obviously, if you're racing down and you do get in the money, that would go to back into the pot. Like that's how we do it so that, it, you know, nobody can come down and dominate one of the lower series. Um, it's just a way, you know, those guys are supporting that series by racing in it. So what we do is we put the money back towards the championship so that whoever wins gets more money at the end of the season. If those guys do podium. Um, so, and, and with the racing up, um, we kind of do the same thing. Um, I do give the race, the entry feedback to the guy. If he wins, you know, I'll give him his next race and his series covered. Um, uh, that way it's not costing him anything to help support those series, but they also have to keep in mind that they can't run a, up in a series and then wreck people out on lap one. That's, that's a big no, no. Um, yep, yep. that was we'll, something uh, that happened, but we'll touch yep, on we'll, that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, We'll move on to the Xfinity series now. As with every week, this is the series I know the least about. It's because I gotta I gotta keep the the family racing balance. So that's kind of hanging out with the family night. Um, but got got the results pulled up here, and it looks like James Silver's pretty much dominated this thing. Led twenty nine laps. Um, he didn't have the fastest single lap, but I mean, you're leading twenty nine out of whatever it was forty laps, I think. Well, Radburn was up there for a lot of it too. You gotta, you gotta keep in mind Radburn was in the race with him, and uh, yeah, Radburn had the the fastest single lap. Did not lead a lap, surprisingly. Brandon but. Robertson. Now he was on. He was the guy before the stage break, like coming up to the stage and all that. Brandon was the guy to beat. Mm -hmm. um, Brandon had fastest average lap time with a one eighteen. 315 that was his average lap time that's freaking fast dude yeah that's uh that that's is three, fast. three three seconds faster than anybody else from what i'm looking at here um so what happened to brandon he wins the stage gets pulled up for his interview something on his end it goes out of whack in discord and iRacing loses all sound right so he thinks he has a problem fixed now so we can still interview him after uh, stage wins or whatever uh -huh. and this happened to him like two seasons ago in the cup series when he was racing the cup he actually lost audio in the championship race big big mess up for him it, you know really messed things up um but yeah brandon had a really good run radburn was up there radburn was running really well brad near was running really well brad was kicking some butt the other night uh as well he was running really really fast um Let's see who else. Maurer ended up finishing P3. He had a good run. Iverson yep. finished P4. Scott Fritz had a P5. That's, I think it's his, Scott said that was his first top 10 or shit, top five in uh, a road on a road course. So that's, uh, you know. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a, a big step in the right direction. I know 
so when when I first joined the series, like I like running road races. I'm not great at it, but I enjoy it. I I do some of it in in real life as well. Um, and that's that's one where if if you don't show up and practice, and it's it's really not even being like being fast around the track, but just knowing the track. We're not knowing the track. Not, yeah, we're not turning left, you know, over and over. You got you know somewhere between ten and twenty turns that all have different brake markers and and what gear you got to be in and all this stuff and you you just point you cannot show up and just figure that stuff out in in an hour it just you can't there's no way you can do it which luckily for for most guys Watkins is to me it is I would say it is the most NASCAR of all the road courses just because they've been there for a long time and it's a real high speed track it's it's not super technical it's really flowy so it's super for, speedway for, of, of road yeah, courses in my opinion. For, yeah, for, for a lot of guys, it's just easier to pick up. Like I pers- I love Coda now that I've been around it a few times and I, and I've gotten used to it. I hated it at first because it's super technical with a lot of different styles of turns and high speed and low speed and all this. But Watkins is something that it, it's it's just I don't want to say it's not a tough track. It is, but it, it's a, a totally different beast than a, a Sonoma or a Coda or any other kind of road course that we're going to run. Agreed. It is. And, you know, going back to the Xfinity series, I look for, um, let's see, we got silvers and shutters are on the same team. Um, I don't know if they picked Brad near up as a teammate. I'm, I'm not hundred percent on that. Um, mm-hmm. It says Brad Neer is a teammate of theirs on Sim Racer Hub, so I, I don't know if they're working with Brad. If he if they kind of picked him up uh, to help with the point situation for the season, um, looks like he is he is on their team though. So I'm not 100 percent about that how that's going to work out. Yeah. Um, other than that, we we had. Uh, Bryce finishing P6, Bo was P7, Darius was P8, Robbie P9, John Castritza yeah, with a P10. Let's one one aside. I know that Bryce called me out. Truck Series Road Race. He come down, and uh, I think he got. I think it was a P22. It was a it was a low P, low P22, and I, I was P4. P4. <laughs> so. I just want to get that on the record just so everybody knows because he was talking all that shit behind the scenes. He said he was going to come down to the kiddie pool and drown us. Yep. And then he, he ended up face down in six inches of water. <laughs> yep. I, I, and the thing is, like, it's, I don't know what his um, what he was running in qualifying or practice, but he ran a 115.43 in the race was his fastest lap time, which was yeah yeah not even close to the to the lap time that was on the pole or anything like that um so i don't know what he was running i don't remember what he was running in practice i'd have to go back and look but yeah i think he he had starting he'd started getting a little bit closer to me in practice and i I gave him a few pointers to or break markers because i know he's used to driving the the 
the Xfinity car, but it, you know, it's a tough adjustment to make. I, I'm going to give him a hard time, but when you go drive a different car, it, it is difficult to make it that is. switch. Anytime you switch, uh, from Xfinity to trucks or cup, either one, it's a big change. Yeah. Like the Xfinity cup car drives the, so much differently. Yeah. Cup's probably the biggest difference at this point. Cause it's, I mean, it's a totally different machine at the, at this point in time. But speaking of cup cars, we, we got to get on to this cup race. Yep. Uh, Mikey, Mikey Neal emerges victorious. Um, not not going to say that he didn't deserve it. He was in the right place, right time, avoided avoided accidents, good strategy. Zero eggs. Yep, did everything it took to be there. But we did have two leaders get wrecked. We had one self-wreck that I'm going to say it was karma, and one got wrecked by the guy that self-wrecked and what we'll go into some of that later but basically uh the guy that i crew chief and spot for dave farmer he he took the keith hackney strategy he practiced i swear to god he was on every single day turning laps and he was he was super fast i got on and, and turned some laps and i got to i almost ran the race with him just because i enjoy driving the car and my practice times would have put me like P somewhere P five to seven qualifying. And I, you know, I thought I was hustling the car and he was two seconds faster than me. I mean, Dude. he, he had it dialed. He was <laughs> and, on point that night. He was that he felt like that was his shot to win one with yep. Aaron, with Aaron not being there Aaron, you know, potentially quitting or whatever he's doing. Um, mm-hmm. that, you know, that's huge. Um, it, and we we had the strategy dialed. We uh, we pitted two laps before the first stage. So we I think there were several yep, guys. Position. That, yep, there were several guys that pitted one lap before us, which kind of threw me for a loop for a second. But then we came a lap after them. We we're good. Come back out, cycle back out to the front. And I got a I got a I know he led a, an absolute ton of laps. Let me pull it up here real quick. Schedule. He, so he 15, led, 15. Yeah, led 15 laps, which is probably the first eight laps. And then he didn't lead two. And then he probably went to the lead for five led more the laps after stage. the stage. And then that's when he got a little, uh, little bump surprise. there. A little, a little, a little help from Through Brian the bus stop. Yep. He, <laughs> yep, he got a little bump. Stop. Um, so. From a neutral standpoint, looking at it, I went back and I looked at it from every possible angle. Um, and I know, you know, this is probably not what you and Dave want to hear, but uh, looking at it, it was a racing incident. Yeah, I, I don't Ryan, think he did it on purpose. No, no, I don't believe he did it on purpose. Ryan was coming in. Uh, he was tucked in behind Dave. They were running like this, right? Well, mm-hmm. Ryan, actually, I'm sorry. Dave was kind of on the middle right. He was kind of like this. So yeah. he come, he He's, come over and, and got in front of Ryan. Well, then Ryan pops out, right? Ryan pops out like this. Dave kind of moves back over towards the middle a little bit. And Brian, or Ryan, I'm sorry, Ryan misjudged and just barely, you know, he hit him, but it was like, yeah. it, it, it was a it 10 mile an hour it, difference. It yeah. was, it was a 10 mile an hour difference, but it was still one of those. It wasn't like, he hit him um, in yeah. the right side of the bumper. He hit him square. So it, what it did was it shoved Dave through the bus stop. And yeah, what got right. Dave was, I, and I went back and looked at this, and I sh- you know I sh- went, went over this with a couple of the guys. 
when he downshifted, he was on the curb. His left side, mm-hmm. left rear was off the ground, and his right rear was on the on the uh, on the pavement. His left rear yep. was bouncing off the curb. So when he hit second, unfortunately, with that left rear wow. being off the ground, it brought him around. Otherwise, yep, hit. he probably if he would have waited just a little bit longer to downshift, he probably would have overdrove the corner. But maybe, but maybe, maybe not spun. On, but maybe yeah, not spun. Which, when, and when and hindsight's that. twenty twenty. It's he was yeah. he was out of rhythm after that. Obviously, when you're trying to make that quick, you know, you're you're trying to do everything that you, like your muscle memory. He's had all all this time all week. He's practiced the same thing over and over. So he's expecting the downshift right there uh, before you get to that curve. Yeah, he's already muscle memory. It, it he's already clicking it. it it's happening regardless. Exactly. And- <laughs> he had uh, nothing else he could do. It was not Dave's fault. Um. If, like I said, you know, it, it was a racing incident. They were both going for the same position or same spot. It's a, you know, essentially, uh, like I said, Dave kind of he uh, he was over here, moved over. Patty jumps out from behind him so he can see or whatever. I don't know because they were super close at the time. Yeah. And then Dave kind of drifts back towards the center. When Ryan hits the brakes, Ryan's car goes left. It hits Dave square, shoots Dave through the bus, and then obviously we saw Dave spin. But good. God, that man was on a mission after that. Dude, I I didn't hear a lot out of him except for heavy breathing for about 10 laps. He, I mean, he was <laughs> absolutely on a mission. And there there was a time, because um, Newbigging and Huffman were starting to race really hard. And I was like, if these guys get together and Dave gets by them. <laughs> Dude. It, no, no disrespect. To Mikey, he he was he was super fast. I mean, he was in the one tens. But if Dave had a, a they'll have a shot, second but, slower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to think like Dave was uh, a one ten twenty seven was his fastest lap. That yeah. is flying around that track. The dude yeah. was. I'm telling you, man, he was like a man possessed. Like, yeah, somebody was, sent me a message. They were like, "Man, Patty's really flying around the track," and I was like, "Uh, have you seen Farmer?" <laughs> have you seen farmer yeah because yeah he was man he he was as pissed as it gets i was mad and like i know it was a racing incident um we've we've had some run-ins with with the this the similar party this season um i would describe the kind of uh um sometimes he he's fast everywhere no doubt about it but he's one of those guys that when things are going his way he can he can get a little ahead of himself he he it, doesn't have racecraft for the cup series yet yeah, in my opinion I, I feel like he he's he's got the eye rating for it yeah but yeah he needs like i guess it's where he doesn't run every week because i know he, he has other stuff that he does and he plays yeah, hockey but, and he's the goalie or something and that's why he had missed the week before it at yeah. fairgrounds uh, he's missed a few races this season, so I think he's missed like five races this season. So I'm the guy is fast. There's no doubt about it. He just I feel like he needs to practice on his racecraft a little bit more. Um, that would help. It it, it all comes with time. It, it would, that that was me last season. I I was a, a wrecking ball the first half of the season. I had but you were fast. Places. Yeah, yeah, but kind of the same thing. And it it just comes with with time and actually dedicating yourself to trying to race guys clean and that that's something i this season i, I really wanted to focus on for me and i think right now i know i have the, the few since I have, I have like 27 incidents on the season which is what i was aiming for i, I want guys to know that i'm going to race them clean 
because in turn, guys are going to race you clean when they get to you. And and at the end of the day, it just makes for better racing for everybody. It makes for a better broadcast. Everything. Not not saying I'm not going to race guys hard. I'm I'm going to race Keith hard because I know he's he's odds on favorite. I'm going to race. I might not race Robbie really hard. <laughs> I'll, I'll race Wes hard, but you know that that's one of those things you got to know who you're racing, especially at Daytona. You got to know who you're next to, and kind of the the reputation precedes them, and that's part of my focus being a clean guy. So I know at Daytona, if I got someone I can work with, they know that I'm going to work with them and not put them in the infield care center. Exactly. <laughs> and, and you do have 37 incident points, which is the lowest for anyone that has ran all 13 races in the truck series this season. So big round of applause for you on that. Congratulations. I'm, um, doing, it, I'm doing it for rusty today. And that Kodak Pontiac. That's good. <laughs> man, that's awesome. Keeping it clean. <laughs> um, that's, you know, that, that is phenomenal to have 37 incidents in the entire, uh, 13 races that we've done he, so far. He, he might not be fast, but he does keep it clean, though. That is true. <laughs> that is very true. Um, that, uh, with that, that being... Can, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. With that being said, uh, something I want to introduce for this coming season, what we're going to start doing is we're going to implement um, um, an incident here. Like, if you go over X amount of incidents over the course of the regular season i'm going to average it out and see like what's a good average for each series if you are over that limit then you're going to get demoted um i I think that's fair and what's going to end up happening is the truck series for instance since it's our entry level series and our beginning beginner series by you know definition um if you get x amount of incidents in the season before then the next season you're going to start on a probationary period which if you mess up during that probationary period may lead to complete uh, demotion from the series, you know, removal. Yeah, um, that's, that's just like real life. Jennifer Joe Cobb cannot race at super speedways. She, yeah. she hadn't, she hadn't passed the test at lower tracks. They don't let her on super speedways cause she'll kill somebody. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, that's something that these guys are going to have to, keep in mind and, and, and understand from now on, like, you know, going forward, it's going to be a different ball game. We want to clean everything up a little bit more. Um, so I know some of these incidents are not their fault. It stuff happens. People get in wrecks. It is what it is. Yeah. But, you know, but if it's you every week, there's one common denominator. (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, when you have 9.15 incidents per race, and I'm going to go and call the guy out, it's Robbie Richards. He has 9.15 incidents per race in 13 races. That's not a good sign. That's, you're, that's you know, if, if you're doing that, if you're doing that in fixed series, you're, you're going to end up demoted because your safety rating is going to, it's going to go down below one. You keep yeah. having nine, 10 incidents a race. If you're having that many incidents in official races, you're right. It's going to, you're going to get demoted. Uh, you're going to lose your license. So essentially that's basically, we're going to, we're trying to run the same. I'm, I'm kind of using that as a, a basis. Now what the total incident points will be, I'm not a hundred percent sure on yet. Um, you know, Robbie well, is the top at with 119. Ron Morris is second with 114. Worthington is third with 109. Bobby Hall fourth with 107. Clemens is fifth with 103. 
and then Twitty is 95, and then CJ has 95. But CJ's only ran 10 races, so CJ's number is even yeah. higher than Robbie's. CJ has nine yeah. and a half incidents per race average. Um, Damn it, CJ. <laughs> so, you know, only other person higher than that is Ryan Sizemore with 9.6 incidents per race. And he only started, uh, six, he only raced six times. So Peacock yep. has got a 9.5 and he's only raced six times oh. also. So, oh. you know, <laughs> guys with higher, the only guys that really have higher ones are the like ones that ran one race, like Tyler Evans, 21 incidents right. for one race, yeah. which that was a road course, you know, his yep. come down race trucks. And then you got Bryce who has 13, his one Bryce. race. Bryce. And, Trey Mitz has 10 for his one race. So, I mean, the, there's yeah. some guys that, you know, did one that have higher, but the ones that are, you know, nine plus per race, I'm I'm just going to say it, you know, maybe you guys need to calm down a little bit and think about that's, that. That's that, that Ross Chastain. You got, you got to back it down from 11 to maybe take her down to a nine. And there, yeah. there are certain times that call for an 11, Yeah, you know, maybe the last lap at Daytona. But maybe not lap seventeen, you know, yeah. shit like that. Right, I agree. But with with all that said, it is time for red frat, red flag, green flag, and I'm gonna the first one I got. We're gonna this won't take long because we've already touched on it a lot. But it, it's the the day farmer Ryan Patty incident. And while I do agree with you that it was a racing incident. There, there's one reason and one reason I'm going to give this a red flag. Ryan Patty is not racing for a playoff berth. He's not been there for enough races. With, without that context, yeah, I'd still be mad about it. But with that context, it's like, uh, and we'll touch on a, another version of that in the next one. But with, with that context, it's like, dude, if you're not racing for a championship and you're, you're, you know, bumper to bumper with the guy that's been there every single week. And obviously he's on rails at this track. Like yep. it, it might be time to, to give this guy a little bit of space and, and yep. see it. If he makes a mistake on his own, cool. But if you're in a position to force the air, which is a part of NASCAR racing, forcing guys to make airs, cool. But you know, we don't, we don't have like a, Noah Gragson going up the cup and then just, you know, turning into a weapon. Like he knows his role. And like today at Daytona, he, he was in the running there at the end. He was, uh, he finished in the top 10, but like, otherwise like the guy gets in line, he's not doing crazy stuff. And, and when, when you're in that position, that is, that is what I would recommend. Not, no one has to do anything, but I think it'll take you, you further if you give a little extra respect. Definitely agree. I'm going to go red flag on this as well, just for the simple fact that he was, it was right after the stage. He's been a little aggressive. Dave was clearly the faster guy. He was had, you know, Patty was fast. Don't get me wrong. Patty was freaking Absolutely. fast. He had, you know, a, a hell of a good lap time. Uh, was it? He went at one ten eight oh two. I think was his best. So, I mean, Which is he, fast, but that's, six tenths off of Dave. Yeah, he, he was definitely fast. Um let me double check that one. Eddie No, he wanna win one ten three three eight. Oh shit. So he was only six hundredths off of Dave actually. Yeah. yeah. 
So, and that's probably why he was so close to him at the time. And he thought he knew he had to get, he knew he had to get around him. I feel like he knew he needed I the knew. track position. Yeah. Um, in, in that specific instance, uh, Dave had a little bobble in the S's, which is what allowed Ryan to get the run, to get up to him, to, to put him in that position. So that obviously he was fast and that's why he was there in that specific instance, but context and all, you know, it is what it I is. Still, I'm still red flagged just based on the fact that any kind of contact, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm always going to be red flag on any kind of contact, uh, especially in a situ- situation like that. I want to see, you know, clean racing. If you force the guy to make the mistake, fine. Like you said, yep. perfectly fine. I have no problem with it. But when you, you know, take away that guy's opportunity to race and let's just face it at a track like Watkins Glen, you know, it's, it's a little different. I, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm red flag on the whole situation. 10, four. Well, let's get into what I, I kind of look at as the, uh, I mean, it, it's similar scenario. We're, we're back in the cup series. Lap one, turn two, Matt Grenier wrecked by Robbie Richards. Yeah. So I'll, I'll let you go first on this one. Yeah. So my same, same thing. Robbie should have, um, held his line. He, he should have held a, held a better will. Um, he told me, you know, he gave Matt room and he's like, I, I lifted and he lifted at the same time. He gave me, he told me, he explained what happened uh, from his perspective. He's like, I lifted and he lifted. So he's like, the next time I got the, he's like, I, I just said, screw it. I'm not lifting. I'm, you know, cause I was going to, he said, I was going to let him go. He's like, but where I lifted the first time and he lifted, it messed everything up. So he's like, I, this time I didn't lift. He's like, this time I just said, screw it. Um, but going into that corner, you have to lift to make your car rotate yes. better. Yes, you do. <laughs> and I think that that's the mistake that he made was he didn't, he got either too close to the curb and it pushed he, up or he didn't yep, turn the wheel he, enough. One of the two, whatever it was, uh, just red flag for me as well on that situation. Yep. So I cup series, I, I spot for both Dave and Matt. Um, I, I've only started spotting for Matt this season um and i gotta say he's he's probably the most respectful racer we have in this entire series he percent takes no you know issue with anyone not out for vengeance ever when he gets done wrong this was i think this is the first time i've heard him cuss because of something that happened in the race i don't even know the guy cussed and you know how I talk. So like I'm on mm. the radio and I'm, you know, fuck this, fuck that. And mm. I'm wondering if I'm almost offending the guy, but then this happens. So I, I go back and look at the replay. Um, they're side by side entering the S's. Um, Robbie is on the inside. Yep. Um, he, he gets up on the curb yep. and not, not, not that Robbie did it on purpose. I'm not saying that at all, but he got up on the curb. It moved him into Matt, Matt, I he gave him I would say about three quarters of a car width, and unfortunately, when he got up on the curb, it pushed him across the track into Matt, and and we have what we have. Now this is a a twofold thing for me. Obviously, I'm I'm red flag on this because you're you're a truck driver, you're coming up the Cup Series. These guys are racing for a championship. When I go up and race Daytona next week, this guy this next week, I I am there to help Dave and Matt, but also I'm not there to to screw anybody over that is 
that is in the running. I'm I'm strictly pushing and and that's it. If I'm in another series that I'm not a regular in, I, I don't have anything to to win from this. I it, it's just it's just for fun. You're you've <laughs> got to have respect. You've got to let those guys race it out. If you're there, then that's fine. You know, but don't force the issue. Don't put yourself up there in this bad situations. Um, same thing goes to everybody that's racing up or down this week. I know we've got a lot of guys because it's super speedway and it's the last opportunity for anyone to race up or down uh, in the regular season. So going forward, it's playoff. So uh, we won't have anybody racing up or down at that point. Yeah, so and here's here's the uh, the second point I have to this. And I, before before I say this, Robbie, if you're listening, I love you. I, th- I think you're awesome, dude. I love talking to you after the races, all that good stuff. With that said. Even in the truck series, I I don't know like his full i racing career or anything. He was not fast in the truck series, so I'm guessing that he's probably not a big road racer. Just based on the results I saw there, he was, you know, like a second and a half off of off of my fast lap, and I finished fourth place. So when you got someone that's finishing outside the top ten in trucks, and you're gonna go up to our highest series. And drive a completely different car that is nothing like a truck. It feels it feels a little irresponsible to to put yourself in in that position. And I, and I, I might be off base. Maybe he he's a more talented road racer than I give him credit for. Like I said, I I don't know the whole picture, but you know if if I if I were finishing you know 14th on a road course, I damn sure ain't going up to our top series. The to try and race with these guys yeah i think he was just doing it to try to help with car count I, i'm not 100%. okay i mean i got you and he, if that's he, the case, he doesn't we, we do need that <laughs> he he doesn't he he's he'll tell you himself he sucks at road racing he you know uh robbie's a really good dude though like i said he doesn't mean anything yeah. by yeah i, I love the guy and we're we're giving him a hard time but i love well, the guy yeah <laughs> we are giving him a hard time but at the same time he understands that that's what we are here in this league, you know, we're going to call you out when you mess up. We're going to tell you, Hey, you know, this needs to be fixed. That needs to be fixed. So these are things that he can take and reflect on and improve. Now yeah. we're not, we're not coming down on him to the point saying, man, we don't want you here or anything like that. Obviously nah. we're just, we just want to see a little bit more, uh, control a little bit better, yeah. uh, it's you know, racecraft like- stuff like that. Yeah, Like in that case, if I'm not a good road guy, I'm up there to, to help car count probably going to start from the back probably not gonna you know even put myself in a position to be next to a guy that is in the as of right now is in the playoffs in the cup series like i don't i don't want anything to do with it i couldn't i couldn't hit the brakes hard enough which is easy to say where i'm sitting at i know in the heat in the moment we're we're all out there racing and it's 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 fun to mix it up with guys but at the end of the day it, it costed it cost matt a a ton of positions. I think he recovered to finish halfway decent, but obviously could have had a lot better run. Um, recovered to finish P12. So, I mean, yeah. it wasn't last, but wasn't, yeah. you know, wasn't great. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So last red flag, green flag, and this will, I meant to cover some of this earlier, but we can, we can expand on it. Some um, NASCAR this weekend at Daytona, looked like c fixed yeah it was rough <laughs> it, man 
I I spent I spent a lot of time watching races and watching rain and becoming a, a an amateur uh, meteorologist this weekend. <laughs> um, started started in Xfinity. I'm, I'm a little foggier um, on it. I, I the last ten laps I've I've got down pretty good in my memory. And buddy, was it a shit show? Like yeah. like like any other i race i've ever been a part of i mean down to the you know guys getting bumped at the wrong time and locking up with the guy and driving off of his bumper and just making ill-advised moves and there's a reason these guys are not the in the top tier of in the in the cup series yet there's a couple guys that were involved that are yeah there are a couple guys in that that are going to be there next year. Noah Gragson um, was throwing some pretty aggressive blocks. Um, I, I know that's probably a big shock for people that, that watch him race. I personally, I, I like Noah a lot. I like his personality and everything, but he was, he was super aggressive. Um, I think um, AJ Allmendinger was super hot with Justin Allgaier. He said, mm-hmm. I know on the radio, he said that if I get back to this guy and I quote, I'm going to send this guy so fucking hard, <laughs> which for <laughs> AJ Allmendinger, I mean, this is a, you know, 40, 42 year old guy, veteran of multiple series, yep. uh, may, maybe the greatest road racer in NASCAR history, uh, typically pretty level headed guy. And he was, I mean, he was as hot as the sun I right mean, there. Yeah. I don't and then him, it, yeah. And then it, it comes down to it and my God, I can't even remember half of the dudes that were in the running i know uh timmy hill who has the currently the coolest nickname in nascar as far as i'm concerned we call him the intimidator um he restarted on the second he i think he restarted in third place uh clements ended up winning the race and just just like the i mean there are guys up there that I've I've never Brandon Brown was back up there and they were I bet they were just hoping he didn't make it back to victory lane so the chance would fall again. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> and he even uh, Brandon Brown had old uh, Larry's lemonade back on the car after the whole the sponsorship fiasco. I mean they kind of fired some shots at each other and they were back on the car. So kudos to them for for making up for that stuff. But it I mean it finished under a caution. Like we, we do that on iRacing. I don't know that I've ever seen a, an official NASCAR race finish under caution that I can remember. Maybe, um, there was a Knoxville a dirt race a couple years day. ago. I think, I think that there's a Knoxville dirt race a few years ago that might've ended under caution. Cause it was a demolition derby, but I, that, I can't remember off the top of my head. They used to have that happen back way, way, way back, you know, in the nineties and stuff like that. I remember a few of those. Yeah. But yeah, um, before the, the green before, white check in, yeah. in the air of the green, white check, we've not had, I don't think any, <laughs> anything like that since, yeah. since the era of the GWC, like you said. Um, but, yeah, I'm definitely red flag on the way that everything went this weekend, this entire weekend for NASCAR. Big red flag for me. Wasn't yep. wasn't the best weekend. Seems like they could have had, uh, you know, they had everything that could go wrong, go wrong. So can't control yep, the weather, that's... unfortunately. But yep. at the same time, um, everything else, the racing, the drivers, red flag for the way they were racing. And um, big red flag for the rain <laughs> coming down out of nowhere today. Yeah, like, that was... was insane. Like, it looked totally dry, and dry, then you're watching. And then wind chill was just bam, and yeah. 
I'm like, so, but that just shows you what can happen. And uh, the track is so damn big, you know. Yeah. Um, two and a half mile oval. So. Yeah, which we didn't up until now. We haven't got to talk about the cup race, so I, I think we can dedicate a couple minutes to it. Um, I tried to watch it last night. Obviously, it didn't work out, so I ran that money race with HSR, like we said. So, typically on the weekend, I know that both of us like to sleep. So Saturdays and Sundays, uh, if I get out of bed before like 10 o'clock in the morning, it's wild. Yep. So I set my alarm for 8.30 or 8.30. So I'm central time for any listeners. So I, I get up and I walk out to the couch at nine o'clock in the morning and, and we're racing and we get, I don't know, a hundred and hundred and whatever laps in. And for a while it was clean and then you know some typical daytona stuff's happening some guys were getting aggressive early because of impending weather it 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 wasn't like right on the cusp but there was a sense of urgency at at all times um so we we get through all that and we we lose a, a lot of big names early on kyle larson had a i guess he had some kind of engine problem he just like a couple laps into the race, took it to the pits. He was done. Uh, lots of guys got collected early. Uh, my fantasy lineup got ruined early. Really? <laughs> um, I, and I even I had some long shot guys. I wasn't taking the big names. I like a uh, Eric Jones was probably the the biggest hitter on my fantasy lineup. I like Ricky Stenhouse, Bubba Wallace, these guys, and they were good for a while. And just through attrition, we once we survive. So the last wreck, we'll, we'll we'll start there. This is really where it gets wild. So we're racing, and like you look down the front straightaway, and you can see like it looks like the sky is just gonna fall out at any minute. It's obviously gonna happen in turn one. We're making laps, and it's dry, and maybe see a sprinkle here, sprinkle there. And they get into turn one with twenty or twenty three, twenty four to go, and I mean. They're in the middle of one and two, and just the camera just is covered with rain, and you just see cars, no contact, just sliding up the track, which you, you don't see at Daytona. And mm-hmm. it, it collected basically the entire front half of the field and allowed the worst person in NASCAR, my least favorite person, Austin Dillon, to take the lead. Yep. Uh I, at least he didn't get to win it under, uh, you know, red flag yeah, conditions. Yeah, he, he, had, he, he did had have to, to go on it. it. He had to, you know, he ended up having to race Cindric and those guys. The move that he made on Cindric was kind of like similar to what Ryan Patty did, <laughs> uh, to, yeah. to be honest. Um, well, you know, it's it was kind of, it wasn't quite as bad because he's racing for his playoff life. I think yeah. he could have done it without pushing Cindric. Like he had a teammate with him. What a freaking save by Cindric, man. Did you yeah. see that and save? Then, and he almost he almost came back. Like he I think he finished uh third second or third. Like he made a wild move there at the finish line to drive down to the bottom. He made a good move. I mean if I would if he hadn't already had a win on the season, I'm sure he'd have been a lot more pissed than he was. But coming coming to the checkered flag, we've got all right. So we got Austin Dillon out front. We got Tyler Reddick behind him. We got two team two teammates. But behind them, we got the anime king Cody Ware. Mm-hmm. We got uh, David Gilland. Um, gosh, the other Rick Ware guy. I can't remember his name. Uh, 
you know, obviously a guy that doesn't run up front. Noah Gragson for the whatever Beard Life team that has one full-time employee. Dude, what? that is insane. That dude built that car. <laughs> yeah, like, he got he got one car, and they raced it. I think they raced it at the first Daytona race, yeah, and then they so. raced it at this race because Noah drove it both times. So with all that said, and I got I got to pull the damn picture up so I get this right. Uh, okay, so BJ McLeod was in Landon Castle was who I was thinking of, and then David Reagan, BJ McLeod. So this brings us to are you serious bro are you serious jason <laughs> i don't know we'll see so go ahead with what you what you've got for today yep so so this is locked and loaded based on what what we were just talking about all these these guys have never been at the front of a nascar field i think between the four guys i'm about to name to you i think i know before today only three of them had a top 10 and I think two two of them have, have had two top tens. Uh, so the, a gentleman on Twitter, I don't know his name. He placed a four-way parlay. So for a parlay, you've got to hit you got to hit all four picks or however many you can you can run it up to however many. This guy picked four drivers to finish in the top ten today. Mm-hmm. So he had Cody Ware at plus 2000 so plus 2000 to people that don't gamble plus 2000 that means if you bet 100 dollars on this person straight up you'll win two thousand dollars he also has bj mcleod plus 2000 so in a parlay these multiply so it's 2000 times 2000 then he's got landon castle plus 1500 let's multiply that let's take let's take David Reagan plus 950. All these guys finished in the top 10. This person wagered $13.49. And right now, if he's if I were him, I'd probably cash this ticket in because he brought home a cool $999,433.63 betting basically a shit post of cars because wow. <laughs> they were all that was left <laughs> wow that's insane so that that is that is my are you serious you bet the probably the four slowest guys in cup to finish in the top 10 and you sat down on the couch poured yourself a drink and when you got off of the couch you're a millionaire <laughs> that is insane man <laughs> Just unbelievable. I mean, I like I do get the logic behind it. Like you, you know, Daytona is crazy. Anything can happen. These guys that run around in the back. This is a, a strategy that we use in i racing. We know it's going to get wild if you hang out in the back. Maybe you'll be there at the end. And buddy, did it ever work out for this superhero out there? <laughs> Man, that's insane for real. Um, so one of my things, um are you serious moment for this week is gotta be just for, all right. Alex Huffman is the freaking <laughs> points leader Dude, again without I'm a gl- damn gl- win. 
I'm glad you brought this up. Are I, you I had serious, forgotten. guys? Like, come on. This guy's not had a win all season. He, it, literally, he did this in uh, season three. Won the damn championship, but didn't win. But the last race, which, I mean, that's that, I mean, that's how you do it. That's, yeah, you know, that's... he's the points leader again. Are you serious? Like, that's imp- so impressive to me. I mean, yeah. it's so impressive that he is so consistent each and every week in and out that he is, you know, once again, leading the points of the cup series, the dude is, he's hella skilled. Um, he's, he, he's a great artist. He's a great driver. He contributes to the league. He does so many great things. Um, sometimes I wish he would shut up, but <laughs> I wasn't going to say it this time. I did it last week. So it's your turn now. <laughs> sometimes I wish he would shut up and just race and he would be a whole lot better, but no, I love the dude. He's awesome. Congrats, big, big, big congrats to Alex. But are you serious? Like, uh, that's that's yeah. one right there. Um, I bet. Know, uh, I bet Martin Truex wishes he could uh, point his way in without a win right now. His uh, <laughs> Austin Dillon's in. Oh uh, yeah, he, I mean that's crazy. I mean, I, I I'm uh, I like Truex, and so for the for him to get knocked yeah. out like that, it's it's unfortunate. It's, it's it's tough for for all the the people that hate the the playoff system. This uh this is why I get it. Uh, but, I get it too. But they everyone knows the rules coming into the season, and he's consistent, but he he never finished it off. Luckily for Huffman, he he doesn't have to. He just got he got to point it out, and so far he's doing it. He can be there at the end. I mean that's that's what matters. Um, so. You know, big congrats to him on on taking over that points lead. Uh, obviously, Aaron Smith being out helps him a lot. Um, yeah. And I'm gonna touch base on that real quick. So, if Aaron, if I don't hear something back to whether or not Aaron is going to run, if I don't hear something soon, if he doesn't plan on co- coming back next week after this week, if he, you know, is going to sit it out, I'm probably just going to go ahead and vacate his spot totally and move one guy up in the cup series so that's some good news for those guys oh that's that's the old kurt bush we're gonna we're gonna withdraw the waiver we're gonna bring a guy up yep we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna go ahead and move one guy up um at the moment it looks like it would be mo abbott uh would be the guy to go up he's p17 at the moment um but anything can happen this week (laughs) anything can happen this week that's true um Mo is just on the cusp of having enough races completed. Patty's on the outside looking in. He only has eight of the 13, so the win in your end rule doesn't apply to him because he didn't make enough regular season races. Um, but a win would still... Can, can Patty still point in? The 116 back. Oh, hell. 116 back for Mo, so it would be virtually Mo, impossible. Yeah, Mo's got to finish like that last. And Patty, if he, if he could have, if Patty could have won the race last week, and, yeah, and then potentially then came talking. in this week, then we're having a different conversation because Patty would have gained like 20, 30 more points. You know, well, totally karma, different. Karma, karma came calling, buddy. <laughs> it, it did. I mean, I mean, I don't know what else you can say about it because, like. He su- he spun himself in the same place, you know. Yep, right, right there. You know, and it's just it is what it is um, on that front. And the other thing I wanted to talk about real quick was the uh, the point situation and and the truck series. I mean, this is, bro, we've got some serious competition towards the uh, cutoff spot. Like, are you serious with how 
amazing this truck series it, is like it, it's gonna it's, it's gonna come hot, down dude. to the wire let me so i'm looking at it right now twitty is plus 10 and newbert is plus 17 with clemens and macaulay uh gary um i'm assuming josh abby will not be back so it's really abby says three. he's running this week but here's the thing and okay. that's another that's another thing are you all right i'm gonna touch base on this josh abby <laughs> are you let's, serious let's let's are you it. serious all right the guy has do you have so, a semi cube wheel or do you have a fanatic dd fanatic exactly well no, it wasn't a dd one it was a it was a uh, 2.5 is the v2.5 because i no. have the same wheel yeah i have the same wheel that, the one with the screen on it Mm-mm. yeah i have it it's a it's a 2.5 no you're talking about the hub i'm yeah, talking oh, okay. about the screen so i'm that, talking about the screen hub, on the base <laughs> so um Let, let's give everyone the full background <laughs> so the the anyways the the picture is uh the the hub let, that he on, has on, wouldn't on, fit on the let, DD1. Let, hold on. Hold on. Let's start from the beginning. So Josh Abbey needs to run his minimum amount of races to make the playoffs. He qualifies and he's he's starting one position in front of me. As we come to take the green flag, Josh Abbey pulls off the track. He does not complete a lap. He he has not participated in this race as far as iRacing is concerned. Correct. Meanwhile, behind the scenes, um, a rumor starts that perhaps he is not actually there at all. And that that is why it was a start and park situation. Yep. So proof is sent to you. Yep. He sends a picture. He sends first he sends a selfie with you first, can see his first is a photo of thus the 49 inch monitor yeah that's the first one i get no picture of him in the background yeah 49 inch monitor in that image there is a csl direct drive wheelbase that has like a one inch by three inch lcd screen on the top of it that that we know for sure that is in there then we get another image uh you get another image that is a selfie with like you can see the top of his rim so there there are two discrepancies in the first picture that top stripe on the rim it looks kind of greenish bluish something like that hold on let's just show the people let's just make it easier but, yeah let's do let's do the whole thing let's do this oh josh we we don't give, hate you buddy give me, give me <laughs> just a second to set this up um but i'll, I'll just go ahead and show it and so I'll follow up on the outside of the wheel rim color. So we know for sure in that image, that is a CSL or no, a Fanatec uh, DD1 or DD2. It has the LCD screen. Josh does not have that wheelbase. He has, I believe, a semi-cube. And the reason that we know this is that he attempted to at one point sell said semi-cube base to another driver all right here's the image incoming image uh you can see it at the bottom of the screen here uh below alex and i's heads right so this is the original image I... that i was received um oh. oh i gotta i do not see if you're sharing something i do not see it 
It is Just not. A second, I'll fix it as well. There we go. There we All go. Right. There's me and lots of lots of screens. There we go. All right. Sorry about that. So here is the image that was sent to me originally. This will is uh, this is gonna Jason. This is gonna look green really or blue. Green or blue strap. Uh, I can just make it put it over our heads. I guess cover our yep. faces. Um, there we go. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> Let's have the people's court. So here is, this is image number one that you received, correct? Correct. So in this image, so the, the big thing, the biggest one for me in this image, if you look slightly below the wheel rim, you'll see that small LCD screen. Yep. That is a Fanatic direct drive wheel. There's no doubt about it. What for me, what the big thing though is this this is the telltale is the hub. This is a fanatic yep. universal hub. Yep. This stripe is not uh this stripe is a blue or a green color, right? With uh, something like that. It looks looks to be green, but it could possibly be yep. something else. All hard right. hard to say, but it but, definitely yeah. All right. I'm getting in the meantime, I'm getting these are images Abby sent me about the weather, right? So this is the image I then received from Matt from Josh about I'm asking him to prove that he's driving, right? Yep. And this is the image I get. You can clearly see this is a red stripe. This is a semi-cube wheel, not the same wheel here. Yep. Um, Josh just elects to say, hey, I'm going to go ahead and uh, park for the night. I'm not going to run. And I was like, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. We kept questioning him. Uh, me and some of the other guys were questioning him about it, saying, Hey man, this, this doesn't make sense. And you, you know, give us a little more, uh, about what's going on here. Right. So yep. unfortunately, um, it just, something just didn't add up. Josh is unfortunately out of the playoffs. He doesn't, he, he didn't race the race. So he technically didn't violate anything. Um, yep. Since he didn't actually run. But you know, it still leaves leaves that question. What what yeah, what was or, he th what was he thinking? Like, are you serious? Or, Come on, like, yeah. are you serious? We, we're not. We're not. He, he didn't know that we had Inspector Gadget. We had Sherlock Holmes. We, we had, had too many detectives. We had the whole mystery machine with us. I mean, we had. You're not getting by us, son. <laughs> no, it was just there was too many guys that recognized his voice, and his voice didn't didn't sound like like he was on his phone through Discord or so. I, I didn't catch all it, of it, but it, it was on his phone in of, Discord, and it was odd. And then like somebody else, uh, West Wigan called out. I live 15 minutes from him. Yeah. There's the storm isn't that bad. Da 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 da. He went, he's, he apparently had practiced with those guys earlier, uh, that week and was super slow, comes in and bust out the second fastest lap time uh, next to holder he, in practice. Just yep. shit didn't add up. Basically I called him out on it. I, I even said, oh man, if you did, if it wasn't you just tell me that, you know, we'll move forward, we'll move forward with it. You're, you know, as long as it doesn't happen again, you know, um, 
their protests were filed with the IP address, but since he didn't run the race, nothing else, you know, there's, there's nothing to be done about it. Um, it's, hey, it is, it's over, done it, with. He's out of the playoffs. Yeah, it's all good. We, we want Josh in the series. I want Josh in the series. He's, he's fast. He's someone I want to compete against personally. I, I know it sounds like we're piling on and, and making things bad, but you know, whatever it, it what's done is done. Let's get to Daytona. Yep. Which, so speaking of Daytona, um, one last thing before we get our picks in. You know I like to talk shit. You know I like to talk shit about people. Mm-hmm. And I, This one, I'm not going to talk shit about someone in the series. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk shit about, are you serious, Austin Dillon? We haven't talked about Austin Dillon. And I'm not talking about winning the race. Right. He went out and earned it. He might have, he did something that was, I mean, not the, the cleanest, coolest move I've ever seen in my life, but I get it. You're racing for your playoff life, but buddy, am I tired of seeing commercials for your stupid TV show? And am I tired of seeing life in the fast lane or some shit, right? Yep. Your stupid buddy on pit road. I'm tired of seeing your wife. That looks like a, a Barbie doll has come to life. I'm tired. I dude. Every it, there are not a lot of drivers that I I truly hate. Like I like to root against Chase Elliott just because his fans generally suck and they're fun to mess with. They and are. if you're listening, I bet you're fun to mess with if you're a Chase Elliott fan. But like I legit cannot stand this dude. His his grandfather runs the team. He's not there on talent. He's in the three car. He's not even the best driver on the team. Tyler Reddick is 10 times the driver he'll ever be. And for Thanks. some reason, this dude gets a TV show. I'm guessing he's the only guy that's like, yeah, sure. I have no dignity. Put me on TV or, or something. I don't know. I, I, don't uh, I just, I can't stand the guy and <laughs> I can't, I can't wait. Tell for us how you really to, feel. I can't wait for him to be out in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, it's a shame that he's there and it's not Martin Truex because Truex would, pro- would probably move on. He's a hell of a driver, Austin Dilden. I mean, he's. I think he's won two super speedway races in, races in his career. I know. I oh. think he's. I think he won a Xfinity championship, which is blows me away. But so did Cole Custer. So, I mean, whatever. I don't care. I just. I'm tired of you, dude. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> just just fade to obscurity. I like Cody Ware more than you. Eat it. <laughs> uh yeah. Dude, I I I I don't know. I'm just I don't know why he did the show. I don't know why it's it doesn't. Oh, I sense, mean I'm sure I'm sure he's getting paid. Whatever. Well, I'm sure he is but, too. Um but I just hate it. Seems like he did it. it more for his little little his, wife who his wife his, who yeah. wants fame and fortune. Yeah, uh, I, he's definitely I, a gold digger. You can tell. Yeah, she can. He's taller too. than him too, isn't she? It certainly looks like it. <laughs> he's taller. I'm pretty sure she's taller than him, bro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> going back to uh, bluegrass and what I was touching base on with the uh, league stuff, we're going to talk about Josh Abbey no longer being in the playoffs, so that puts Travis Twitty in the 16th spot. Um, he's 10 points ahead of. Josh Clemens. Josh Clemens is at 440. Twitty's at 450. Newbert's at 457. Newbert was on the outside looking in prior to last week. Uh, he gained two spots. Brian Terry dropped one spot. 
to 465. Mascroft gained one spot, which puts him at 466. Ed Osborne sitting in P12 with 474. Hanley at 476. Ron Morris at 480. That from 10th place all the way back to 19th place. 19th. Gary's at 404 and 19th. So technically 18th to to, uh, 10th place, 435 to 480. That's where we're at. That's that's one race for some of these guys. One race. Yep. Could potentially put them in or out. All right. Well, here and here's the other part. Winning your end. Winning your end. Clem- so Josh Clemens, Michael Clemens, McCauley, McCauley Gary, yep. And Bridges. And probably probably more guys. Yeah, Bridges has Proctor, been there. CJ, race. Lockwood. There yep. are so many guys that could potentially win and end. So that right there, like I just said, Lockwood's met minimum races. CJ's met minimum races. Proctor's met minimum races. Bridges. These are all guys outside of the top 16 in the truck series that are looking to get in. Uh, Gary is 11 out of 13, so he's only missed two. Bridges has only missed uh, one, and he's in 21st place looking on the uh, outside looking in. Um, and then, you know, you've got all these other guys who are trying to trying to earn their way in. Uh, it's just it's phenomenal, like, that it's this tight. Like it's so it's freaking close. Like we're, um le- less than twenty four hours from now, we're gonna find out. <laughs> yep. It should be a, a very fun, interesting week. I hope that I, honestly, here's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping one of these wild cards wins. Just to throw shake it the hell up. Yeah. Um so, you know with, with with that said, it's time for picks. Is it's it time for it's time for picks? So you you showed up last week and now we have a three way tie. You you got it right with Keith, and I don't think we anybody else hit any of the races correctly. It, if I remember right. So you get you got one and that's it. That's all, all it right. took. So we're three-way tie. Bryce is going to have to take the provisional this week. We're going head-to-head, baby. So let's go to the truck series. <laughs> um, I'll let you have first rip on this one. It's not going to matter because it's Daytona, and God knows what's going to happen. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with... Quick. Oh, All the, right. The, the tension is building. It's it's palpable. It's I know in, in this I'm, Discord room. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a tough one, man, because so many people that I think could potentially win. I, don't I mean, know literally, who. literally anybody that takes the green flag as a shot could be, could be in contention at the end of this thing. If this weekend told to us think, anything, uh, I'm just trying to look back at, at previous stats on, uh, on these speedway races, who tends to do well and who tends to get wrecked out. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with my, my <laughs> Dan Worthington, Dan Worthington. I was, I was debating between you and Dan. I'm going to oh, go with Dan. Shit. It ain't going to be me, buddy. <laughs> I was gonna, I'm going to go with Dan. He's got the numbers, the teammates. Um, yeah, he's got a good team. 
I think it's going to be Dan. If he's usually uh, pretty clever on these super speedway races, I think he's got a couple of uh, he's got a couple top fives. I know he might have a win from last season there or the season before. I can't remember exactly, but Dan's uh, ever improving his racecraft, and I think that yes. he could potentially pull it off. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait until there's about seven laps to go. We're under caution. Dan's going to pull up right next to me and he's going to put it on the limiter for about seven seconds and then pull every, like the last five weeks we've been doing this shit to each other. <laughs> <laughs> so for my pick, I've got, I've got one in my head and I've got one in my heart. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with my heart pick, but I'm also going to tell you my head pick, mm -hmm. my head pick. And they're, they're both, these are wild cards, my man. So the first one, my head, a man that sometimes his strategy can be almost a little aggravating because he is so persistent with it. Mr. EOL himself, Travis Twitty. Mm -hmm. That's who that's who I want in my head. But in my heart of hearts, because I'm gonna play a role in this, mm -hmm. I'm putting CJ Mason in the playoffs because I'm gonna push him to the front. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> It's going to be, I think, 2012, Daytona 500. Kurt Busch pushes Ryan Newman to his first Daytona 500 victory. All right. Basically that. <laughs> we'll see if you boys can pull it off this week. Well, we'll see. We got some reinforcements coming from, from Dave and Matt. So may, we're, we had a four-person four team. I know Kyle Harbin, his internet, I, I think he's operating on like a rat wheel or something. So we haven't seen him in a while. So <laughs> me, 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 Ron and CJ, and then, and then Dave and, and Matt on the, the satellite team. So we'll see if we can't get it together. But if something, if something happens to CJ early, we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> and four, we got you. So, so I guess off, we need to move on to Xfinity, right? Off to the Xfinity series. And you you went first on the last one, so I'll 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 take the pole position on this. And oh god, it it's tough going first because like we can look at all the stats we want. We can look at average finish, average start, incidents, this, that, and the other. And like I said, it's we're 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 gonna pull the arm on the slot machine, and when I let it go. It says Tony Iverson. I already know who mine's going to be. Scott Fritz. Scott Fritz. Hey, you, you had that locked and loaded. You're feeling pretty good about that. Yep. I, my second I, pick would be Adam Lancaster. But my first pick is Scott Fritz. Man, if, if you get the truck race right, I might have to race all three this weekend, and I might have to go out there and run blocker on Scott after you put the target on um God, what, what was it? Bracket last week or not? Not bracket. Uh, who did I pick? Our Mauer finished P three. He would have had a good run, yeah. but uh, he got tangled up uh, with something there at the end. So kind of marred him up a little bit. Yep. But anything. I, I mean, I was close. So. Yep. Well, it ain't horseshoes. It ain't hand grenades. It ain't True. nuclear bombs. <laughs> so I just we'll, got that first one right. You you got one race right out of six and three. I I pr uh, one out of three, and I should have had the cup race right. I probably should have. <laughs> so well, 
you know, whatever. So why did I pick in the in the cup anyways? I, I hell, I don't know. Hell, I don't know. <laughs> I'm guessing older. I think older. I think it was older. Yeah, that that sounds right. We'll go with that. It was, it was older. All right, so Cup Series, who you got? Cup Series at Daytona. Uh, let me think. It's going to be somebody with a big team. It's going to be either. It's going to be a lucky duck. I have a feeling. You know, that's smart. That's smart. I feel like it's going to be. Who is it that keeps breaking toe links every week? Oh, God. Um, is it Doug or Gabe? I want to say, gosh, I want to say Gabe broke one last week. God, don't quote me on it, dude. I am going to say Gabe has a win. They're going to try to help Doug get a win. I'm going to say Doug. All right. Well, I, I'm on a roll of uh, in the truck series. I pick someone I'm going to be involved with. And, buddy, I'm picking someone I'm going to be involved with in the Cup Series. Matt Grenier. Matt Grenier. We, Dave, Dave is looking pretty safe in points, right? Which, I mean, they're I think they're both looking pretty good in points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Grenier's in 10th. But I think I, I just want to help Matt. And, damn it, we going to help Matt. <laughs> hey, makes sense. I don't blame you. Smart pick. <laughs> He, he's a good guy. He's he's incredibly clean. Mm-hmm. No one has an axe to grind with Matt. That's there true. There might be a couple guys that have an axe to grind with Dave. Mm-hmm. Possibly. But no one does with Matt. Nope. So that there's a reason he won wrong. the championship in season two. Yep. Um he drive he's a Mark Martin style driver, very clean, very respectful. Clean, nice Gives when he has to give, takes when he has to has to take. And just like Mark Martin, his favorite rapper is Gucci Mane. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's true about Matt, but I know I know for a fact Mark Martin's favorite rapper is Gucci Mane because his username on Reddit is Gucci Mane for life. There's your fun fact for the week. Wow, did not know that. <laughs> he did a he did a an ask me anything in the NASCAR subreddit, and my man Mark Martin, Captain Viagra, Gucci Mane for life. <laughs> I can dig it, man. So with with that bombshell and the words of Jeremy Clarkson, that's it for us this week. Um, thanks everybody for tuning in, listening to the fourth episode of the Bluegrass Race Hub. Uh, glad to have Jason here with me. I'm waving my hand at him, like because he's to the right of me on my screen. Uh, sad Bryce couldn't be here. Can't wait to have him back next week. Um, be sure to you know like subscribe listen all that good stuff um you guys you guys know what the deal is we appreciate everybody um subscribe to the podcast also subscribe to the yes. spotify yep youtube spotify YouTube, Facebook. anywhere what, whatever you can do we we appreciate it you know uh i'm i'm not making any money off of this stuff we're we're all here for fun i'm doing it because this is the first league that I ever joined. I enjoy racing with you guys. I've made a bunch of friends in this league. I love this shit. I want to give back to you guys. I want to make yep. stuff that you guys enjoy. And uh, I was, it, it's just for fun. It's for all of us. I, I love this shit to death. So uh, 
I'll, I'll see you guys on the high banks of Daytona until next week. I'm Alex. He's Jason. We're out of here. <laughs>